Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 531. November 24th, 1935. Sunday, first day. I went at once before the Blessed Sacrament and offered myself with Jesus, present in the Most Holy Sacrament, to the Everlasting Father. Then I heard these words in my soul. Your purpose and that of your companions is to unite yourselves with me as closely as possible. Through love, you will reconcile earth with heaven, and you will soften the just anger of God, and you will plead for mercy for the world. I place in your care two pearls very precious to my heart. These are the souls of priests and religious. You will pray particularly for them. Their power will come from your diminishment. You will join prayers, fasts, mortifications, labors, and all sufferings to my prayer, fasting, mortifications, labors, and sufferings, and then they will have power before my Father. After Holy Communion, I saw the Lord Jesus, who said these words to me, Today, penetrate into the spirit of my poverty and arrange everything in such a way that the most destitute will have no reason to envy you. I find pleasure not in large buildings and magnificent structures, but in a pure and humble heart. When I was by myself, I began to reflect on the spirit of poverty. I clearly saw that Jesus, although he is Lord of all things, possessed nothing. From a borrowed manger, he went through life doing good to all, but himself having no place to lay his head. And on the cross I see the summit of his poverty, for he does not even have a garment on himself. O Jesus, through a solemn vow of poverty I desire to become like you. Poverty will be my mother. As exteriorly we should possess nothing and have nothing to dispose of as our own, so interiorly we should desire nothing. And in the most blessed sacrament, how great is your poverty! Has there ever been a soul as abandoned as you on the cross, Jesus? Chastity. There is no need to explain that this vow forbids all those things prohibited by the sixth and ninth commandments, deeds, thoughts, words, feelings. I understand that a solemn vow differs from a simple vow. I understand this in all its implications. While reflecting upon this, I heard these words in my soul. You are my spouse forever. Your chastity should be greater than that of the angels, for I call no angel to such intimacy as I do you. The smallest act of my spouse is of infinite value. A pure soul has inconceivable power before God. Obedience I have come to do my Father's will. I obeyed my parents, I obeyed my tormentors, and now I obey the priests. 
I understand, O Jesus, the spirit of obedience and in what it consists. It includes not only external performance, but also the reason, the will, and judgment. Obeying our superiors, we obey God. It makes no difference whether it is an angel or a man who, acting in God's stead, gives me orders. I must always obey. I am not going to write much about the vows. They are clear and specific. I will rather put down a few general thoughts about this congregation. General Summary There will never be any splendid houses, but only a small church with a small community consisting of a few souls, not more than ten, plus two externs to look after the external affairs of the community and the church. These two sisters will not wear the habit, but secular dress. They will take simple vows, and they will depend strictly on the superior who will be cloistered. They will share in all the spiritual benefits of the congregation. There must never be more than two, and preferably only one. Each house will be independent of the others, although they will be closely united by the rule, the vows, and the spirit. In exceptional cases, however, a sister from one community may be transferred to another, and also, if there is question of founding a new house, some sisters may be transferred, if need be, from one house, from another house. Each house will, will depend on the local ordinary. Jesus teaches Faustina here about the purpose and the scope of the new community to unite themselves closely with Jesus, to reconcile the world to heaven through love, to make reparation to God and to plead for mercy for the world. They are especially to intercede for priests and religious. By their prayers and sacrifices, God the Father will grant many graces to the priests and religious that they are praying for. Jesus teaches her about the kind of poverty the community should, should observe. Simple buildings, they should have poor and humble hearts. Faustina reflects on how Jesus lived poverty during his earthly life. She also reflects on how the new community will live the vows of chastity and obedience. Imitation of Jesus in all things would be at the heart of the rule. She then begins to write some general thoughts about the new congregation. The houses should be simple, with small communities in each house in a small church or chapel. She writes about how the houses would be related to each other. Each would be independent while observing the same rule of life, so a kind of a federation. The houses would be under the local bishop. We can see why St. Faustina would be considered the spiritual foundress of the community. She is really involved in the vision of the new community. She's seeking to fulfill Christ's will in all things, even when she doesn't understand his will completely. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find 
St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.